Oh no, once you started doing that, the quality got a little bit worse. My quality or yours? Yours. I'm very sorry. Okay, I can still see the pattern in your eyes. That's... Appreciate it. <laughs> Welcome back everyone to another episode of The Shan Show. I'm your host, Shan Hyde, and never in my life did I think I was going to be having this guest on today, uh, but I'm very happy to do so. Uh, Angelina Parker, welcome to The Shan Show. Hello, Shannon, and I'm so glad that you decided to have me on the show today. Uh, me too. I think this is a great decision, and I can't wait to see what people's uh, reactions might be to this, but um, glad to have you on, for sure. Yeah, hope you chose some really good topics. Come on, you know I would. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste this opportunity. Uh, which, yeah. So, just recently, this was about like two weeks ago. I just I randomly get a text from you, and a little bit of context for people. I hadn't heard from you, and as far as I know, no one else has either. For about two years, I mean, maybe a little more. I remember the last thing I remember sending to you was the video of my junior class president speech. And oh yeah. Yeah, that was it. Ever since then, I what, is Angelina dead? Is she like okay? Is she gone? We didn't know, but um, it was very nice to hear from you again. And now we got you on the show. I just have to know what what was going on. Like, where have you been, and why come back now? I decided that I was just gonna focus on school, focus on work. Um, you know, there were some incidents that had happened in my high school career that I wanted to completely, you know, not carry around with me. And I'm very glad that I could start fresh. You know, we still have the good memories yeah. and then we'll just completely forget about the bad ones. So fresh new plate. Right. So this was no social media, no contact with anyone as far as I'm aware? No, I cut off contact with everyone, yeah. It, no, I just made totally new friends. <laughs> yeah. Was this? But also, was this, yeah. I still had my iMessage, and no one reached out to me via iMessage, so, except for Brandon Quinn. <laughs> so I'm a little, you know, questionable about why you had my iMessage, sent me your junior year speech, you said no left. social media, no contact with anybody. What's the reasoning behind that? I wanted to just meet completely new people. I had, you know, I was Angelina Parker, okay? And so I <laughs> kind of escaped from that a little bit, start new, and here I am. And I only reached out to the good people, so. Yeah, were you Person. a little bit on the fence about this? Because, I mean, this is a big transition to make. Or did you just know from the beginning this was best for you? Coming on the show? Or I'm not coming on the show. <laughs> cutting, cutting out everybody, like just moving on. I really enjoyed it for some time, but then there were a handful of people that I really missed. So yeah. I tried to reach back out to them. And so there were maybe five people that I reached out to. So <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Did you, um, what did did you change at all not having social media i've talked about on my show before like the side effects of social media and what kind of happens to people just getting like addicted to it like legitimately and i was just wondering how did did your life change dramatically once you got rid of all that all those distractions 
Oh, it completely changed. It completely changed. The people you meet without their social media, their confidence is just so different. And, you know, I'll meet someone and then they're just a total bitch and I can't understand why. And they just have this really weird attitude. And then, you know, come to find out that they have like, oh, they have 3,000 followers. You know, I think it was the specific example. She had like 8,000 followers on Instagram. And then she was always saying, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm Instagram famous, right? And then it's just so different. And then plus, you know, with the whole the Finsta accounts and everything, it was just so much drama. And then especially oh, for sure. my part as well. <laughs> Definitely a lot of drama. I didn't care what I said. I just had no filter and I said whatever I wanted about anyone. So I feel like, you know, there's a lot less drama, first of all. And then also I don't have these preconceived ideas of anyone you know, from what they put on their social media. Also, yeah. people look a lot uglier in person than they do on their social media, okay? <laughs> I'll see a picture of someone, and I said, that is not what they look like. I see them in person, and I think, okay, you should not be doing that. And everyone's a catfish nowadays, absolutely everyone. That's funny. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. So wherever you meet, wherever you meet someone new, they're like, they ask for your snap, and you're just like, I'll write you a letter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they would ask for my Snapchat, and then, you know, now I have maybe 10 people on there, but yeah. if someone were to ask, I would just say no, <laughs> I don't have it, I don't want that. Wow. I don't know, people are a lot more talkative over Snapchat than over iMessage, I'm not really sure why that is. Yeah, Snapchat, it's a weird thing, it just like the routines that people get into with the streaks and such, I, I don't really take part in that, but I see people just like obsessive over it, and I mean, it's just kind of ingrained with a lot of kids these days. Which is, it's weird because we're the kind of the first ones to grow up with it. Now, you mentioned drama. I want to talk about a little bit of the drama. Because Angelina Parker, I met you in Okinawa. And there was always something going on. I mean, there was just always, like, every day was a new thing, it felt like. You just had all this stuff all the time. And part of me, I was kind of thankful that I was out on the outside looking in most of the time. Sometimes I kind of get thrown in there. We, we don't have to talk too much about that. But like <laughs> yeah do, do you miss it at all like any of it the drama no I mean I still say whatever I want really it's just yeah you know, because it's not on the internet it's different because you know I'm not putting it out there for a handful of people to see and then send to their friends and so uh, I don't miss the drama at all I had a lot of little what would be the right word? Scandals with people? <laughs> Scandals with people? But it was just because I really didn't care what I said or what people thought, and that was that. And you you still don't care what people think. It's just now you aren't putting yourself in a position where they can share it around and mm -hmm. kind of use yeah, that. It's just I don't care about those people, so I don't want them seeing what I do. That's why I don't want to put anything on social media. And then, you know, on Instagram, I used to have – I had – one that had a lot of followers made a new one because i didn't like that many followers but then once i did that you know a lot of people still saw what i posted and now i'm at the point where i don't want those people to see what i post they don't deserve to see that yeah would you ever go back to social media like that or do you just think you're so much better off at this point honestly the social media is very <clears throat> towards one political party as well and so seeing yeah. that I just cannot handle it I cannot handle it anymore <laughs> Twitter especially and Instagram I it kind of ruins my images of people too so 
because what they post is just different from what they would say in person. So it just completely ruined my ideas of people. Yeah, I see what you mean by that. Definitely, I'm all over the place. Uh, I want to talk about now uh, something that we were both a part of in Japan, and that was tennis. Now you aren't the usual tennis player in a lot of ways. <laughs> I don't. It's very hard for people because I have a lot of friends who play tennis now in the states and from Oki and you know Dodea schools. And then there's Angelina who walks out. You have your big tote bag or mega purse filled with your tennis racket and whatever else is in there. I don't even know what's in there. You have the big hoop earrings on, and you walk out. As far as I know, no consistent lessons, no consistent tournament play, and you're just beating girls from intimidation and your competitiveness, essentially. What? How did you do it? I just really loved the game, and you know, I've had comments where people say that <laughs> play real tennis, and yet I beat them six one. So I'm not sure what their idea of real tennis is, but apparently it sucks. So I just enjoy tennis. Yeah. I had played, I started playing the week before tryouts when we met the week um, tryouts. I was a junior, you were a freshman. That was my first mm -hmm. time playing tennis and I just loved it so much. And I didn't have time to take professional lessons, so I just winged it and it turned out really well for me. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even matter. I mean, legitimately kicking girls' asses on the court every week. And I just, it was so strange to watch and so exciting to be a fan and be your teammate, I guess. Um I mean, you were making girls cry. I've told you this before. My parents still talk about that. Anytime we're, anytime we're at a sporting event and they see someone crying, they're like, looks like they just played Angelina. I'm like, yep, yep, you're right. Uh, do, do you have a favorite Kubi tennis memory? My favorite Kubi tennis memory? Mm, <clears throat> one that I really enjoyed was when we beat Adele and Maury because uh -huh. they were the number one and what were we doing, number four. And yeah. Then beat them and then I was cheering and everyone got so mad at me for cheering I don't know people mm -hmm. didn't think I was happy apparently <laughs> yeah that was that was definitely fun they aren't I I'm not still friends with them but I know them they're nice there's nothing against them of course but and yes they, they should have beaten us <laughs> yeah it's funny and then every we played like a few mixed doubles tournaments together um not a ton. I mean, just you always up at the net volleying and you just shank everyone off your frame for winners. It was, uh, <laughs> it was just a lot of fun. And we had some success too, which was great. Uh, and someone on that team, actually, who you became pretty good friends with, I guess, kind of surprisingly, was Ian Shaver. And I haven't really talked about Ian that much uh, on my podcast. So I would just, anyone who knows him knows he's a pretty interesting character. And I just want to know, like, because you guys are polar opposites, in my opinion. I'm not sure if you disagree with that. But how would you describe your friendship with him at the time and still now? I think my friendship with Ian was very unique because I yeah. feel like once I started becoming friends with him, just because I thought he was really interesting, he was incredibly smart, incredibly smart. Once I started becoming friends with him, I mean, I'm not giving myself all the credit, but then, you know, right. he started being friends with other people more. And then other people started liking him more just because I feel like we talked a lot. And then it brought out, you know, that funny side of him, just having someone that's actually talking to him and he's not sitting there reading his book. Mm -hmm. So I was really happy, actually, because at the end, you know, he won class clown and then we were always partners in class and then we would make jokes. And then, you know, from that, he gained more friends. And I was really happy to see that because he's such a funny, interesting person. Yeah, he is. Um, I started to realize his humor to come out a little bit, and he would just say the joke, and he'd be the first one to laugh at his joke, too. He didn't care what anyone thought, and he would just, he thought it was the best thing. And um, his confidence definitely shot up over those two years I knew him. And is he, 
I never had any classes with him. Is he as smart as he seems, really? Brilliant. He is a mathematician whiz. He is absolutely brilliant. I asked him just randomly because, you know, I was thinking, oh, you know, how do the the speedometers determine how fast the car is going? He gave me the answer right away. I asked him, okay, would you get more wet if you were walking in rain or running in rain? <laughs> he gave me all these different situ- scenarios. He gave me his, what his hypothesis was I go home I look it up and it's correct he's just insane the way his brain works yeah it's definitely wired differently and you would see that on the tennis court as well Uh, he wasn't a star player so he almost beat me I'll say it first because I know Garrett's going to comment that I almost lost to him but um he would carry his racket on his shoulder like a lumberjack just walking around and kind of similar to you just beating kids even though he didn't have a ton of uh experience or form or anything for that matter but he's definitely he outsmarted a few opponents Uh, do you know what he's doing now so he's majoring in mathematics at Mm -hmm. south dakota state university but right now he's in okinawa since everything's online so he's back in okinawa now probably taking his two-hour walks yeah (laughs) would get out i would be driving down that hill from Mm -hmm. talking Bell, and he would already be walking all the way almost home just as soon as you know one he was so fast <laughs> he was so fa- i remember i remember i'd be on the bus too i'd see him like at the foster gate the same time the bus was at the gate <laughs> i'm like he only had a five minute head start <laughs> uh yeah his walking was incredible i remember garrett and i tried to follow him follow him home one time for fun yes. <laughs> and like we're just like staying a good like you know few yards behind him so he wouldn't notice and taking cover every corner and he just disappeared while we were following him. I mean, I think he I think he knew the whole time we were back there. He's just toying with us. That sounds like something he would do. I have to get him on the show. Let me let me know what you guys think. I think we should get Ian on the podcast. Yeah, I'm not sure how I do it. I'm gonna need his contact information. I could give that. That'd be fun. Uh, there's there's another story I, I want to hear from you, Angelina, because you never told me this. I always just heard it from other people, so I, I need to hear it. I mean, no, listen, it wasn't that bad. I think it was just an honest mistake at one of the school events, which was uh, involving the vice principal, I believe, at the Kubasaki prom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am just, I, I don't think I ever asked you about it, because I maybe I was a little intimidated. I don't know what it was, but I just, please tell me the story, because it just sounds kind of funny. I just want to know. So I was... I ended up talking to Principal Butler. Um, We were just chatting, and I was (laughs) frustrated that night. And so then we were talking something about sexual assault or just if a guy is harassing a girl. She told me that it's the girl's fault that a guy would harass her. So I stood up, and I called her a lesbian bitch, and I said that she's (laughs) And I just completely went off at her, and I started yelling. And you know what? I have no regrets about that because just the fact that she said that is she deserved it. <laughs> is this is this Fulton? I don't even remember. No, it was Principal Butler. It Butler. was. Oh, it was the principal, right? Yeah, it was the principal. So your junior year, I believe, then, right? Man, I couldn't imagine. I, I wish I was there for that. I was obviously not going to prom as a freshman, though. I did ask a senior to homecoming as a freshman. Uh, that was a poor decision, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah we everyone makes poor decisions sometimes oh uh, my gosh i remember now oh you remember i'm i'm i was very happy you didn't have a reaction in okay. <laughs> um yeah well, it was very I'm interesting it didn't work out there yeah that was probably for the best wasn't it 
But you did help me the next year. I whenever I asked someone else with basically the same exact plan, you were with me on the bus and you were hyped me up the whole way there. I was just it was very nice, very much appreciated. Yeah, but they didn't like me, so don't know what I did wrong there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that panned out either. You know, a lot of people felt that way. I'm not sure what's going on, guys. Come on, give it another chance. <laughs> She's on the Shannon show for crying out loud. Come on. Uh, I want to talk about uh, some of the teachers you had at Kubasaki because there's a few good ones. And I want to know, you always speak very highly of two in particular. This was Mr. M and Mr. Koya. I had the opportunity to have both of them, and I hope I can have them on the show eventually. I'm not sure how far-fetched that is, but that would be a lot of fun. What separates them from, like, other teachers, do you think? Because they just stand out so much, and I can't really put my finger on exactly what it is and why they're so much better. So for Scott, Scott Milanovic, he, we are very similar in a lot of ways. I was absolutely yeah. in love with his personality. He would just straight up tell people, you know, he wouldn't try to sugarcoat anything. And But he did that for the reason that he wanted them to succeed. He's not going to sugarcoat it. And then something I also liked is that he made his, <clears throat> all of his um, assignments for the class, it was mainly project and exam based. So he really was preparing us for college. Same with Ron Koya, everything, it's in the syllabus. It's in the syllabus. Oh, yeah. I well, you should have checked the syllabus. And just Ron Koya, he just really cared what we were gonna do. And, you know, he really cared if we learned it or not. It wasn't a matter of, you know, getting the good grades. He just wanted you to learn it. And I learned so much from those two teachers. Those were the ones I learned the most because they cared the most about actually teaching. They did care. I completely agree. Even though they're, especially with Mr. Koya, I had some tough times. Uh, with, he was a harsh grader. He was a harsh. I, I, preparing me for college, I get it. But it's, it's freaking 11th grade English, Mr. Koya, or 10th grade. I think it was my sophomore year. But um, yeah, referred to the Sibilis. He had his unit guides. He was so organized compared to everyone else. And then he had teachers. Do you ever have Miss Corley? Miss Corley, no, but I heard Nightmare no. Story. Oh my goodness! Who's who? What were some of your worst? I hate to say this, but like, no, I about Miss Corley. I never had her, but I heard the nightmare story. That her yeah, nightmare. I'm I'm saying some of the teachers that you had. Because there's some at Kubi that are just abysmal. I'm sorry, hmm. I doubt any of them are fans. Give me just one second to think about. No that. problem. I know you've been cut off from that entire island for so long. His name, like he taught. Honors English, but I forgot his name. He was this really old guy. Oh, he has a Japanese wife at the same school. It starts with a Oh, Zobablish. Zobablish. That was one of the worst teachers ever. Wow. I, yeah, he was an older gentleman. I, I never had him, but Johnny told me some things about him. Uh, he called him the Zobab. And uh, yeah, didn't he still use a chalkboard? He like refused to move to whiteboards or smartboards or anything. I remember, but I learned nothing from that class, and it was honestly a waste of time. I don't know why I was leaving in there. I would have rather taken regular English. Yeah, and Mr. Mr. Milanovic, I'm not sure, you definitely didn't hear about it at the time. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but he made a movie with me. It was really cool. Uh, he's just that type of guy. I never thought that you'd be able to ask a teacher to, he was the star of the show, which obviously he was all for. He just really liked, he was, it was an action movie and uh, he felt, it was, it was a lot of fun. And he's just really involved and it's great. And he was the coach of the tennis team with Miss Vincent, who no Miss Vincent slander on this channel. I refuse to have it. But um, you said she looks like someone from Whoville. <laughs> There's a lot more, but since you don't want any slander on her name. No slander. 
I was hoping you'd take it back, but that's okay. She's she's very nice, and she had us prepared for Far East. Yes, look look at me like that again. Yeah. Was she nice to? Nice to me. Maybe not you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe was, maybe she was a little biased. Oh, However, know. one of the coaches you did like while we were at Kubi, I believe so. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Was Coach Davis? Is that correct? No. Come on. I, who were you friends with? Who did you like? I'm so. <laughs> I love Coach M. I loved Coach M. Coach Davis. She was nice, but her what was it? Her what is it underneath the coach? The assistant coach. The Miss Oliver, Oliver, horrible lady. She was horrible. Really? Yeah. She tried yelling at me, telling me that I was disrespectful for sitting down during some of the softball games. So, you know what? So you didn't play softball anymore after that? I didn't play softball my senior year because I didn't like the people on the team anymore. Yeah. It's a shame. I'm sure you're, I never actually had seen you play. But I'm sure you were great. But you always you had more time to come to the baseball games. Oh, See your favorite player. Every week. <laughs> I right. spent hours every Saturday at those baseball games. Okay. Yeah, poor decision. We lost a lot of games. <laughs> but it was entertaining. You were the only person that would really talk to me. <laughs> yeah, that was which was weird because yeah, um, it, it was good having you there, and always happy whenever Angelina shows up, despite any drama going on at the time. Speaking of the baseball team. Uh, something I asked Sammy during his episode that I want you to also answer, and this is something that I think a lot of people want to know. I asked him the exact same question. Genuinely, did I do Charles Eggers wrong? No. I no. think Charles did you wrong. He created a rumor, and, you know, he was stubborn, and he really thought that he was right, so. Right, because it didn't happen. I'm not going to deny anything just to leave. <laughs> that little bit of um, possibility in whether it was true or whether it was false, so. It was, it was not true. It wasn't. But it might have been, could have been true. You ask yourself deep down, you know the answer. Uh, people I still mean? ask me that. People mm -hmm. still ask me about that. Ask me if it happened. I'm like, you're still stuck on that? I've, I haven't talked to her in how long and you're still asking me these <laughs> questions? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Charles is the one that created that rumor and then he just let his own rumor just completely take over his life it was <laughs> yeah it was like self self-destruction it was <laughs> i mean i would it was just the weirdest days i'd see you in health in the morning and we'd be fine and then i get to practice and he wants to kill me and i'm like what, what can we just be all on the same page like oh gosh it was it was tough then you know that's why we leave people like him behind he still told me he'd kill me in the street if he ever saw me again. How would he kill is... you? Hmm? How would he kill you? Just... That's a good question. I mean, if nothing happened. Hmm. Bold move by him. <laughs> you, th you think he watches? He's definitely watched at least one because he wanted to come on the show and I said no. Oh, he did? Yeah, he wanted to come on with Eric and Adam and them. And I was like, oh, man, sorry. You treated me too wrong. I don't reward <laughs> that kind of behavior. As you shouldn't. Yeah, made my life miserable for like a few days. <laughs> Terrible. How dare he? He put you in the fame a little bit. He put the spotlight on you. Yeah. 
on move. And we only, I remember it was because we hung out like one time. And I, it's not like we hung out that often. I mean, we played. We were playing tennis and then. Yeah. I don't even the next know. Day. No, that we were playing tennis either. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's playing tennis. You know what that's a metaphor for. Um, yeah. Uh, now I have a little, very simple game I want to play with you. Because um, this can you you can either elaborate. It's going to be very simple. Would you rather? You just don't pick one or the other. Fair, okay. fair enough. Sounds good. Uh, you can elaborate or you can just go rapid fire. Um, your call. So first one is Kenny or Garrett. Kenny. Damn. Has he been talking to you since you came back? He has. Uh, pause. He has a girlfriend now, so he thinks he can't talk to any other female on earth. Like anytime I bring up another girl, he's like, I've never heard of her. Nope, no, nope, nope. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I his responses were just very odd, and then he would respond like three days later with one word. So I said, it's not the Kenny that I knew. No, he's not. He's he's still the same Kenny. I I start to think that sometimes, and then I see him in person. I'm like, you idiot! Like, what what are you, what are you trying to do, man? Um. Yeah, he's girlfriend. Oh. Yeah, isn't that crazy? They grow up so fast, don't they? <laughs> yeah, who would have thought? Uh, congrats, Kenny. Um, <laughs> you can talk to other people who don't have the same genitalia, though. It's okay. It's okay, Kenny. Uh, now, Family Mart or Lawson? Family Mart. Were you one of the people that were like super, like people would get like really upset by that? Honestly, no. It's just I think Family Mart has a better rate to it than Lawson's. <laughs> I yeah, I don't. It's so I don't know. I'm I prefer Lawson, but we can be friends, right? See, it's not it's not like a deal breaker. You know what? If you can give me a good reason why Lawson's is better, then I would say Lawson's. I just prefer their food better, and it was closer to where I lived, so I was just there more often. It's one of those things. Well, maybe that's why I don't remember the difference between them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, Okinawa or California? Okinawa, 100%. I hate Californians. Really? Yeah, I hate them. I mean, there's definitely reasons they hate California, and it's a long list, but I just assumed. And I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm actually trying to find another state to move because I can't take it here anymore. <laughs> really? But you're, are you going to stay at your school right now? Yeah, I plan on getting my degree from here, my bachelor's yeah. degree, and then maybe my master's degree I'll look somewhere else i didn't even ask you about that i just completely <laughs> like oh my gosh that's there right, i got one more then we, then we can talk about that because i'm very interested about that actually last one uh <laughs> bo or nick bo nick can go rotten hole <laughs> settled it's settled i think we always knew the answer to that one <laughs> that was <laughs> that's like from the beginning <laughs> that's great even though he paid me for, what would you call it, espionage? No, nah, it wasn't that. It wasn't enough. I should. I was definitely underpaid during that operation. I was so frustrated too, because I was thinking, why someone, you know, because he would tell me that he has pictures of me or something. I was like, who is going to take pictures of me? <laughs> but I understand if he gave you money for it, you know. If he said, if you wanted to for free, then I wouldn't have said okay. Right. I didn't know you that well at the time, which is, I'm not sure if that's worse or better. Like, that was just, it was wrong of me. I apologize. Are we, I, I apologize. Can we move on? Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I'm glad you're not holding on to that. Some people, some people just hold on to things. Uh, you're definitely not one of them. Uh, now, please tell me everything about SDSU. Uh, I remember when I first heard you were going there, you were 
trying to pick between a few different schools and you decided to go there. Tell everyone what you're studying and how you're doing. I am getting my bachelor's right now and then eventually my master's hopefully right after in mechanical engineering. So that's a lot of fun, especially on Zoom. I'm learning so much information and I'm just very blessed that my tuition is going towards online classes right now. Yeah, I just, I feel, I, obviously I'm not saying the classes you are, I'm doing it first year engineering as well, but um, it's not easy doing mm -hmm. all the stuff online. I can't imagine for you, that would be very difficult. Are you, what do you want to do in the future then with your, you said you will move out of California? <clears throat> yeah, I want to move out of California if I could find another state that I enjoy, but I wouldn't mind just working for a big company, Apple, Samsung, Google, one of those, be an engineer for uh, yeah. that. <laughs> you already have a job when, at Apple, right? Yeah. But if you go in as an engineer, it's just easy to make your way up there. So, mm -hmm. smart degree. And you're a tech support assistant. Yeah, I'm tech, a tech support assistant. assistant. Just like, do you have any good stories from that? Like helping old people with their iPads. Like, is that what you do? Um. So let me think of a funny story. <laughs> For me, it's How always many... when people think that their phones are hacked. Oh, is that often? 99.9% .9 of the time, their phone is never hacked. You know how the, the yeah. Wi-Fi symbol, when you have a strong connection, it's full bars, and then when it's low connection, it's low bars? They'll tell me, you know, you need to get me a new phone right now because the hackers are hacking into my phone, and every time that those bars move up and down, then someone is hacking into my phone. And I just think, your life is so interesting that they need your information. <laughs> How do you how do you handle these people? Because like you must be like you cannot be serious. Are these typically like older people who really just have no clue? Or are these like just some of them younger? Well, some of them say that their son is hacking into their information just because they want to get back at their mothers. And then what I just tell them, I say, I'm so sorry about that. You know, we could do our best to look into that. And I'll say, okay, well, this is the Wi-Fi. So can you show me anything else that they're hacking? Jeez. So you're having to deal with like family drama and you're having to fix their phone, which probably isn't broken at the same time. Wow, that's that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. But salute to you. We need people like you out here. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, wait, I do want to talk about this for just a second, because whenever we did, I'm not sure exactly whose idea it was, but we were playing tennis, me, you, Kenny and Bo. Not sure if Bo watches. I hope Bo watches. Was it Garrett? No, Bo was there. He went to the top of the cafeteria with us. Yeah. He's so irrelevant to me. I swear. Wow. I cannot believe you forgot about that. No, Garrett wasn't there. Garrett's, I don't know what Garrett's doing. Garrett probably was studying. I'm surprised Kenny was there for that matter. practicing by himself. <laughs> yeah, on the plaza court by himself. Um, we go on top of the cafeteria, which is cool. Kubi was under construction, so we had the ladder so we could get up there. But then you decide on your own that you're going to scale the entire auditorium stairs. And you went to the top of that building on your own. And Kenny, are just, Kenny and I are like, is she, is she out of her mind? Like, she falls off and dies. Like, what do we do? Like, there's barely any support at the top. And you, what were you thinking? Do you remember this? Pictures. We got some awesome pictures from that. We did get some awesome pictures. You did it for the pictures? <laughs> yeah, you know, we got some cool pictures. And then I think, was it sunset? Because the picture looks kind of purple. It yeah, awesome the picture was cool. Yeah, I still have it. I've showed you that. I, st I held on to that. What for, about the picture with my um, water bottle and my earring? 
<laughs> that was that day. Weird things happened that day. Weird things. I was, I had um no friends at all, but I decided to go to the concert anyways with my family. And I saw you guys. I'm like, wait, I know them. I just want to go hang out with them. And I was like, it was you and your boyfriend at the time, and then Chris and so Dora, the explorer. Uh, and I was, so I was what, a fifth wheel then? And I was just, I was just chilling. Like, I, I felt like I was definitely a nuisance, but I didn't really care at the oh, same time because there's nowhere else for me to go. That was like my second week on the island, though. <laughs> like, I had known you for like two seconds, essentially. Wait a second. Was that before you were my paparazzi or after? That was definitely before your paparazzi. Hmm. I totally forgot you called it paparazzi. You into my circle and then you spy on me. <laughs> yes, I think so. I think so. Isn't that terrible? That it ended up being okay, right? It's yeah, good. It ended up being yeah. Okay. You remember yeah. McDonald's? You were being another spy. <laughs> yes, I was for you guys. That was fun. Uh, yeah, they were. Why in a McDonald's? Disgusting. That was Johnny Hoppy, and then that little kid. Who was that little kid? Richard. Richie. Yeah, Richie. I hung out with Richie and Johnny Hoppe on my birth on my seventeenth birthday. You heard about what? I hung out with Johnny Hoppe and Richie on my seventeenth birthday. <laughs> what? How did that happen? So what I was an waiting. odd group. She never I, told me about this. Oh is, my god. I totally thought about that. I was waiting because it was um guys volleyball practice. And so then I was waiting, I don't know, I was waiting for someone. I was waiting for one of two people who ever got out first. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. And then I found Johnny Hoppy and Richie, and we decided to go walk off base to a sauna. And then I think it was drugstore Mori, <laughs> so that I could have some birthday fun. And then we came back on base, and we were just hanging out at the food court. And then I drove them around. Isn't that so funny? I, I would have never that thought is that. Such we an odd group. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Maybe he forgot. I wants to talk to. No, he would forget about that. He would hold on. He's been probably been waiting to tell me that this whole time. He's at boot camp right now. But as soon as he gets back, I'm gonna be like Johnny. I know about the Angelina story on her 17th birthday. He's like, oh man, that was the one thing I had. No, Richard was a was a character. Richard was an interesting guy. Confidence, actually. You did what? I admired his confidence. If you want to call it that, yeah, I would say so. No, he just didn't care. He would just come up to the group, and then he would just start talking to us like we're old friends. And you know, sometimes yeah. they wanted him to leave, but other times, you know, he was really funny. He was, he tried really nice to be, you know, friends with everyone, and I thought that was sweet of him. It is very sweet. My best memory of him is every single morning he'd want to challenge Garrett in ping pong and just get his butt kicked over and over again. Poor guy. I mean, I would play ping pong with you guys during lunch. Sometimes, yeah. I was there a lot. Like, this is way better. A lot. It was like a few times. No, and I we would get food sometimes. 